episode of Tech Talks. I'm Lusanda, a consultant at Tetrad IT, and today I'm glad to be joined by Jan Nasulin, the B2B Commerce Executive for Israel, Africa, and the Mediterranean. Thank you very much, Jan. Thank you, you Lusanda. Like, would you like to give us a bit of background about yourself? Yeah, sure. So first of all, thank you very much for having me. I'm very glad to be, to be with you today. Uh, so my name is Jan Nasulin. I'm, uh, I'm working at Salesforce as a B2B commerce expert in the uh, African region, South Mediterranean and Israel. Uh, actually, I do live in Israel, uh, but I'm coming from France and I'm super excited to be, uh, to be uh, with you today uh, and working with the, with the South Africa country and Africa continent. Thank you very much. We're very glad to work with you as well. So B2B, B2C, Sounds like ABC, all these letters we're throwing around. Please, could you explain what B2B commerce is and what role it plays in the Salesforce ecosystem? Yeah, sure. So let's start by the ABC, okay? So first of all, B2B means business to business. B2C means business to consumer. So uh, Salesforce B2B commerce platform is, uh, is a fantastic tool that can help companies actually to open new digital sales channel for their customers. So it's like an e-commerce uh, experience that you may have as a consumer, but actually uh, as, a, as a business, uh, as a business uh, player. Uh, so it has some difference actually between uh, B2B and B2C. Thank you. So do you mind elaborating on that difference? What are the different expectations from a consumer, from a business, when it comes to how they would like to interact with their e-commerce platform? Sure. So... While, while there may be some actually uh, similar points in the fact that you expect to have a very uh, nice and easy experience online and in the way that you inter interact with your brand uh, that you prefer, there are some, some, main, some main major uh, actually differences between B2C and B2B commerce. Uh, B2C commerce is more uh, spanning a very wide uh, population and volume of actually potential shoppers, okay, that actually are interacting with the brands and placing different orders uh, the most of the challenges that we may have facing in this kind of situation on a technological perspective is how you manage the, the spikes of activity because you are in Black Friday or you have promotions. Uh, so you need to have a very high level of uh, uh, you know, availability of the platform. Um, when we talk about B2B commerce, it's a, it's a bit more different because actually uh, most of the time, you know uh, people who are actually come to buy on, on the platform because they are returning customers or identified customers or sometimes you need to log in actually to, to enter the, the system and to place an order. Uh, and, but the, the, the main challenges will be around how you connect the B2B commerce uh, with actually your history and information that you have with your customers connected with your ERP as a background, uh, managing all the supply chain. And then you have to, to manage a lot of options in terms of payments or delivery that are a bit different with the B2C. Excellent, thank you. One thing that's really stood out for me in terms of understanding B2B is the uniqueness that you try to drive to make sure that each buyer who interacts with the system feels like it's a unique experience for them. Whereas if they were to connect with a different platform, for example, it might be quite generic. And I know that Salesforce's B2B platform tries to make it very unique for the customer. So that's just one way I know that creativity can be involved. But other than that, how can one be creative in a generally 
traditional marketplace. I mean, with B2C, like you said, there's a lot more competition. So there may be a lot more creativity. In terms of B2B, um, how do we stay creative? So that's a, that's a very good point. Uh, I think I think the main the, the the main point that we need to think about is that it's not so much about creativity. Uh, it's it's about uh, relevancy of your offer and the way that you engage with your customers. Okay, so uh, your customers are expecting to be, as you said, recognized, identified. Uh, you want to his to do business with your customers. So so basically, what you expect is that you have a connected platform and a connected commerce uh, experience that is connected with any other touch point that you may have in the company. So, so the main innovation that we are bringing at Salesforce is to make sure that the B2B commerce experience is fully connected with the customer 360 degree picture that you want to create actually in the, in the, in the, in the relationship that you have with your customer. And that's, uh, that's, this is actually where, where we see the, 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 the most uh, uh, difference. Okay. And uh, so we want to offer a full connected experience where your customer is identified in the company at any time from anywhere. And this is actually, that sound, that sound a little bit um, um, innovative actually, because you know you, you cannot do that uh, so easy out of the box with every, every solution on the market. So that's why we are very proud at Salesforce to have the possibility to offer one platform to do, to do everything. And the, 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 the second point I would like to add is that actually the creativity is also about innovation and how you bring actually new functionality and how you want to make sure that you keep up with the trends in the market, okay? And that's uh, that's why with Salesforce platform, actually you receive automatically with the platform innovation at least three times a year. So you make sure that your business is always up to date with the latest innovation that you can have. That's wonderful. Keeping up is definitely something very important in this environment that's constantly changing. Yeah. So speaking of the constant changes, the manufacturing and retail industries, like many others, took a big knock in 2020. What are some ways in which manufacturers and retailers in Africa and other emerging markets can get past the stagnation that was caused and back into growth? So manufacturing company and consumer good company, they may have the same kind of history. Um, they were mainly focused uh, around the product, actually. They were producing and distributing. So they, they were very, um, the, the main challenges they were facing basically were about actually producing and distributing those products and making, making sure that the supply was meeting and matching the demand, okay? Uh, so it was more about pushing actually for product on the market. And, 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 and so far those companies were very product centric. Let's say the, the, the shift that we can see and that's been accelerated with, with the COVID situation for sure uh, is now now we need to we need to shift to a more customer centric approach and not a product centric approach and that changed everything. It's a, it's a modification about the DNA of the company and the way people think. So they should not just thinking about how they can push their product on the market, but actually how they can listen to the customers and actually uh, adapt their offer to actually what the customer expecting. So if you think about the manufacturing company, that's exactly the thing. How a manufacturing company can differentiate itself with a competition, okay? They are producing a product. You can always have somebody that, product, that, that can produce a product that match more or less your product. And then what's happened? How do you differentiate, differentiate yourself? 
with the price and it's the war on the margin. So that's not, you know, that's not the way. Uh, and so, so the only way for you actually to compete and to uh, make sure that you are identified on the market is actually to offer the best service and to have the best connection with your customer. That's why being customer centric is definitely a key point. And this is the same thing for a consumer good company. Okay, a consumer good company, well, they do have another layer of complexity about it because they are actually B2B company, but they are B2B2C because also they need to create the connection as a brand to the final consumer because they want to make sure that those people, they connect with the brand and they will be loyal to the brand. So again, it's being customer centric. It's about being consumer centric with those guys. That's why we see so many direct to consumer initiative. So companies like Coca-Cola, for example, uh, are, are launching direct to consumer where you can actually order your own, your preferred Coca-Cola and, and be delivered directly at home. Um, but why they do that? It's not because of the revenue, because actually it will not never have a huge impact on the revenue for them. But it's more about connecting the brand with the final consumer. It's about getting data about the behaviors of those consumers and then using those data and personalize the next message that you will have with them. That's the, that's the main challenge that we see. Mm, I really appreciate that point because I feel even for myself as a consumer in this time, I want to feel that my problems are being understood because as consumers, we're also going through a lot at the moment and therefore that I'm being catered for in the way that I'm being sold to. So I appreciate that point about the focus on the customer. Excellent. So what are some of the most interesting success stories that you have observed with companies implementing B2B commerce? So we, we are lucky with at Salesforce to have more than 600 companies that are already running with the B2B commerce platform from Salesforce and connecting it with actually the other CRM parts that they love since 20 years at Salesforce. But one story that I really like uh, is, is a German company that is doing a photovoltaic, you know, uh, uh, and, and capturing the, the, the sun light to, to transform it into electricity. It's a company called SolarWatt. It's based in Germany. It's very eco-friendly. Uh, way the, the way to produce this energy and 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 this company was was a leader in their market okay and in some countries in Europe but uh, but what was interesting is actually the business challenges they were facing. So this company was actually trying to build uh, and and uh, strengthen the, the brand awareness, and they wanted to open new markets. Okay, so it sounds very natural, but but you know at the end the reality is that you have limited resources to do so. And you need to improve the way that actually you, you create a relationship with your new and potential new customers. So one, uh, one solution for them was actually to open a new sales digital channel using B2B commerce platform from Salesforce to actually uh, bring a capacity for uh, their customers to engage in a new way with SolarWatt and actually place orders directly online. And it had a lot of impact. So first of all, the, the project, uh, the, the challenges of the project was actually connecting with the ERP, uh, which is a, a big uh, German company also uh, very famous in the market. And, and, and the idea is how you want to, seem to, to have a process that is seamless between the order processing, getting into the ERP, how also you can actually increase the productivity of the sales team 
because actually there were you know limited resources focusing on a few amount of customers but how can you free some time from them to actually target new customers and spend and and do some more cross sales upsell bringing more valuable conversation and more services to their customers okay and and um and also they had a lot of you know manual processes so we needed to actually uh, automatize this so the result the result was implementing salesforce b2b commerce at solar watt is in six months the system was up and running and they opened new eight countries okay where they actually uh, offer their product on those markets it allowed actually their sales team to uh, regain some time and because actually they had less manual uh, entry to do with the orders so they need they had more time to actually develop new business and this is how SolarWatt actually uh, see now 50% of all the orders they have that have been shifting to online ordering. So you can imagine the impact for this company. I think it's an amazing, it's an amazing story because actually it's 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 typical of how the B2B commerce can actually support companies to reshift the time productivity of the people, increase the revenue because you are offering new services and you are supporting the world sales process. Wonderful. And what a fantastic business model they have in the first place. That's incredible. Yeah, for sure. So I'm glad that you mentioned one of the value adds of B2B commerce as well, really taking away the manual tasks, things that are repetitive and allowing people to be able to focus on innovating and focus on improving that customer experience. I really appreciate that you mentioned that. Thank you very much. So I'm going to tap into your imagination. Um, beyond 2020 and 2021, what excites you most about the future? What great things do you see coming in terms of the emerging markets such as Africa? Well, um, as a tech lover, as an innovation lover, I'm actually uh, very excited. You know, in, in time of crisis, you need, to, you need to focus on what is positive about it, okay? And, um, and actually, definitely, it's because of the crisis that people are changing. You need to go out of your comfort zone and you need to question yourself on how actually you want to act and how tomorrow will look like. Um, and so we're glad at Salesforce to be, to be able to see that uh, what was visionary at a time where everything uh, we, we wanted uh, at Salesforce to, to become digital, now is become a must-have, okay? So you don't have the choice. So acceleration in, in digital transformation for all those companies and what's happening is, is a fantastic way to actually um, you know, offer technology as uh, something that will uh, you know, increase the resi resiliency of the market in the future. Okay, so how, how can technology and how can digital can support companies that are, are struggling to actually transform their, themselves? Uh, and actually get prepared for the future that is, uh, cannot be more uncertain than what we are today. So actually, we, uh, this is very exciting on a personal level because we, we have the feeling and I have the feeling that we have an impact. Okay, And everything that we do now actually has an impact on people's life Okay, because we have an impact on the, on the business. So indirectly, we have an impact on people's life. And we are helping them to go back to growth to transform um, and to be ready for the future. 
Thank you for sharing that. And we definitely have seen and heard in one of our previous TED Talks as well about work.com and the incredible work that Salesforce is doing in order to help people out of the slump. So thank you for sharing that. Um, speaking of the obstacles that people face, not only during COVID, but in general, in the emerging markets, such as some of the areas that you deal with, there are challenges in terms of infrastructure, whether it's data, whether it's power. So in those areas with, in which you are responsible, um, to what extent does the technological infrastructure or lack thereof in some cases, affect your goals and visions? And how do you work around this? Well, uh, you know, the, I think uh, that's true. I mean, uh, not every market have the same maturity in terms of technology or, or access to, to innovation and digital, okay? Um, the, one, of the, one of the historical vision of Salesforce was about demo, democratizing the access to technology to everyone. That was the vision of being a public cloud company. Actually, everybody has access to the same functionality and the same capacity. So that's, that's a start, actually, because it's definitely part of the DNA of Salesforce. We are a value-driven company at Salesforce. The number one value that we have at Salesforce is trust, uh, and meaning that actually uh, companies are putting their own data in our uh, structure in the Salesforce platform and they trust Salesforce to take care of those data and making sure that they are, they are available anytime from anywhere. And, uh, and we are glad for that. And we are thankful for that for our customers to, to, to have this trust. So we do have you know, a huge responsibility in making sure those data are available 99.99% of the time from anywhere. Uh, we are mobile first. So, uh, I'm conscious that in South Africa, we may have some challenges about availability of the, of the system, availability, uh, uh, accessing those data. That's why, that's why it's even more relevant for us to actually make sure that the system is always available to any time that suits you, okay? So any time that our customers actually need to get access to their data, place orders on the B2B commerce platform or just accessing information about their customers and their business, well, they can do it from any device at any time. And uh, this, is, this is our way to make sure that we are supporting uh, local challenges that we may have. Wonderful, great, thank you so much. Now let's end off with a bit of a hot topic, women in technology. What is Salesforce doing to support and encourage women in the tech industry? And how can other companies follow their lead? Well, thank you for asking this question. Uh, and this, this is the woman's month, right? So, so definitely we, we, but you know, it's, I mean, I'm not a big fan of saying the, the woman day or the woman's month because actually it's every day. It should be every day, okay? Uh, I'm surrounded on a personal level by very strong women. Uh, and and I'm, I'm, uh, so on, on, the, on the Salesforce side, um, you know, I'm, I'm very proud to work in this company. That is, as I explained just before, it's a value-driven company, okay? Uh, and there are four um, core values that we have at Salesforce. So I talked about trust, which is definitely necessary. The second one is uh, customer success. Uh, and then it's innovation because we are innovation obsessed. But the last but not least of the core value that we have at Salesforce is equality. Okay, and, and when we talk about equality, it's, it's on every level. Okay, we, 
as a global company, we want to make sure that actually we, we, we believe in equal pay, we believe in equal work, okay? And there is a huge effort of that. Uh, and if we look at the past three years at Salesforce, actually Salesforce has invested $12 million in adjusting pay in line with this position of having you know, equal pay and equal work between the gender equality. So that's the only thing that I can say is, you know, uh, I'm sure that a lot of companies are look at Salesforce as a, as a role model sometime. Uh, we have the chance to have a CEO, Mark Benioff, that is uh, taking this topic very seriously. So uh, he's a great leader for that. And well, we hope that naturally people will follow this uh, example, but on a personal level, it's a, it's a great pleasure for me to be part of such an organization that is doing so much effort for uh, for making sure that the gender balance is on the right position. And I must say that in speaking to people within the Salesforce environment, I definitely can say that those four core values always come out somewhere, somehow, in terms okay. of how you present yourselves, in terms of the way you work. So I can definitely sure. testify to the fact that those are values that you take very seriously. Thank you, Osama. Thank you so much for your time, Jan, and for your insightful discussion that we've had today about B2B commerce, as well as the work that Salesforce is doing. And we look forward to working with you. Thank you, Lucinda. Thank you again for having me. Thank you, Tetrad, for organizing this podcast. You know, we cannot do anything without having strong partners in local markets. So we are, we are glad to have this collaboration and partnership. So happy to talk to you again.